0: Well, today we're going to talk about a colossal fail. Welcome to the QMC EMS Board and Collar podcast. Really glad you downloaded and are listening in today. Welcome to the QMC Board and Caller, news and thought-provoking discussion for today's emergency medical service professional. The Board and Caller podcast series is brought to you by QuickMed Claims. A national leader in emergency medical transportation revenue cycle management and reimbursement consulting. Now, your host for today's board and collar podcast from QMC's business development team, Chuck Humphrey. So, what happened? Well, when the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, or CMS, announced the Emergency Triage, Treat, and Transport, better known as ET3 model, as a nationwide demonstration program, I got to tell you, I was really excited. You know, when speaking with my colleagues in the EMS industry, I pretty much gushed how I was thrilled that finally the feds had gotten something right. I glowed about how this would be the next big thing in EMS. Finally, we could show CMS, Congress, the White House, and frankly, the entire world, that EMS is more than the horrible, quote-unquote, ambulance driver tag that we have all worn since the beginning of time. This was our chance in EMS to become healthcare providers just like everyone else in the healthcare loop but stop what the heck happened well covid happened and it delayed the implementation and then the wheels literally fell off the proverbial bus and everyone became so caught up in whatever it was they were caught up in and a couple of weeks ago cms abruptly and i mean abruptly announced that the model will just self destruct ending at 2359 hours on December 31st, two full years prior to what was supposed to be the demonstration period end date, ET3s going away. Happy New Year, not. So you'll recall that the ET3 model was a trial just shy of about 200 EMS organizations across the country applied for the right to participate in the model. While there were complications in how it all rolled out, basically the program was to measure two things. First off, can EMS be an active participant in treatment in place? When after responding to a 911 emergency dispatch, it's found that the patient really can be treated adequately where they are ridding the need for additional costs for ambulance transportation with the accompanying emergency department ED charges. We all got used by force to telehealth, and with technology rapidly expanding, it makes total sense. Why not? The second thing that ET3 was supposed to test were, are some patients able to be better treated in an alternative location other than an ED? such as an urgent care center or a medical clinic or even a behavioral health center. After a prescribed period, these circa 200 organizations were then to submit data to CMS, which in turn would report up to Congress for a review of how many potential dollars can be saved, and fewer crowded EDs could be realized if the demonstration program became a full-fledged Major change to the Medicare payment system involving emergency medical services. Sounds like a win-win, right? Well, the EMS participants seem to miss the mark, and I'm really sad about that. Only a handful of those participants actually participated. At least that's what CMS says. In their minds, the program just sucked up too much time and resources to continue it. Basically, the Fed said something to the effect that they had better things to do with their time. You know, I got to tell you, that really just upsets me as an EMS field provider. This was our chance to provide that we aren't just stretcher fetchers. We don't just you call, we haul like we did in the 70s and 80s. We treat people. But in order to be paid, which is important, we must transport the patient from point to point. And the CT3 was our chance to show the feds that we can do more, save the Medicare program money, and still give the patient the care they need without the transport, or at least with a lower acuity transport to a location that doesn't cost them so much. But we dropped the ball. And why? Well, I think I know why. We got lazy. Come on, folks. You know, field providers just didn't like the technology that was needed to securely connect for telehealth. The decision-making process of who needed to be transported to an ED versus to an alternate destination was troublesome in the world of, hey, it's just easier to transport to an ED. We didn't make good SOPs to cover it. We didn't plan accordingly, and we didn't execute. And as such, opportunity lost. But you know what? It's not all on us to be blamed. I have a mountain, a mountain of personal blame to heap on the feds. Of course, the new administration in the White House had different initiatives than the last one. No, no joke there. COVID caused the pause, and suddenly the world turned upside down for the bureaucrats, which it appears just lost interest in the program because they weren't seeing our side participate. They had hoped that they would see that. And frankly, isn't it just easy to do things the way they've always been done? Uh, heaven forbid that we have to devise a new fee schedule for this et3 thing plus in my opinion while politicians give lip service to their fears about ems systems fracture points i have yet to find a real initiative in washington or at the state or local level that really wants to fix the payment system heck why would we want to save money for a government program seriously Who cares about the lowly EMS industry, which really has but one effective national lobby organization, and that's the American Ambulance Association? Well, we're literally just a drop in the overall Medicare expenditure bucket anyway. So in short, there just aren't enough loud voices calling out the folks that need to be called out. And thus, while we're all gathered around that big falling mall in New York City's Times Square, ET3 will die and be buried. What a shame. Will anyone care i'd bank on there being about as much luck with that as the long-term success of the myriad of new year's resolutions that will be made at the foot of that ball but we shall see hey that's all i have for today i uh, hope you enjoyed my ranting and raving um, there's more of that if you want to check it out Uh, We have uh, well over 180, I think it's somewhere around 190 different episodes for you to listen in on the EMS Board & Collar Podcast. Choose the podcast channel of your choice, search us out, and enjoy what you can in listening to other episodes that we have out there for your educational purposes. So for now, hey, it's Chuck here, wishing you the best, and always remember, Be safe out there.